Hey there, welcome to episode 55 of Fresh Air 5, the podcast. This is my time that I can get out in the morning and the week of January 10th to 14th is what you're going to be hearing right away. And as uh, you listen, I hope that you're challenged. I hope you take a listen to some of the podcasts that I mentioned and go dig into some of the resources because there is some goodness coming your way if you stay tuned and keep on listening. Want a big shout out to Cami Kanikins in Alberta for listening. And hey, Cami, thanks so much for being a faithful listener over all of my episodes. Not sure if others of you are, reach out, tell me so. Um, drop me a tweet. Uh, that's the best way to get a hold of me. And uh, yeah, looking forward to connecting at some point. Looking forward to going to conferences at some point so I can see people. You know, that's something that this extrovert misses very, very much. All right, take a listen, and here we go. Episode 55, Fresh Air at 5 podcast. Peace out, bye. Hi, I'm Chris Nessie from the House of EdTech podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Fresh Air at 5, the podcast. I'm your host, Brian Carpenter. Fresh Air at 5 is my regular attempt to exercise by walking about my neighborhood to take in podcast content, then reflect in an unedited video, which I finally post to my Twitter channel. This podcast will be a regular collection of the audio from these selfie videos. You can follow me on Twitter at Fresh Air at 5 or check out my website, BrianCarpenter.com, for other content I have created and collected. Hey, PLN, January 10th, 2022. I'm emphasizing the 2022 because the last episode of Fresh Air at 5 was called It's 2022, Carpenter, not 2021, because last week when I was recording, I went back and listened to every daily segment, and I found that I said 2021 for the date for every single segment last week, except maybe the Friday, because I was aware of it, uh, but maybe not. We'll see. Um, so hopefully it goes better now. Um, you know, seeing as I have now been typing 2022 in student feedback for assignments and things like that, maybe it'll be sticking in my mind more. You know, we are January, and uh, yes, welcome to Monday. Welcome to a new week, and uh, I hope where you are, you're doing well. I hope you're healthy and safe. I hope you're able to work and uh, be able to do your work that you are doing, whether it be in person, hopefully, because that's one of the better places to be, or virtually or remote. Um, so yes, I'm facing some of that right now as I'm stepping into the week because tomorrow I have students face-to-face in my classroom and I'm not sure how many will be there and how many will not be there and being able to meet the needs of all the students uh, through my day. So uh, yes, uh, that leads us into uh, what I listened to this morning on the podcast, which was Sons of Technology, episode 76, as uh, Joe and Kyle talk with um, uh, Bradford Harris, I believe, and oh, Landon 
Chidiac, maybe. And so I apologize, gentlemen, if I got your names wrong. Uh, on episode 76 of Sons of Technology, they talked about recruitment, retirement, and other things during the pandemic as far as how and where and how do we grow our career, our teaching career with people to fulfill and meet the needs of our educational systems and our districts where we are. What is the recruitment plan? So I, I found it very fascinating to listen to this conversation. I got one more thing to say coming up right away. Hang on. One more thing for January 20th. 2022, um, on the heels of my last comments about episode 76 of Sons of Technology, recruitment, retirement during the pandemic with Joe and Kyle and uh, two other gentlemen. Uh, you guys talked about a whole lot of great things. I appreciate hearing your stories because, you know, your stories are like many of our stories and we're seeing things in our district that are very much similar. Um, Joe, the picture you painted at the very beginning of the episode about what is going on and what the pressures are on districts and shortages of uh, substitutes and TOCs um, was what I'm like that. Are you in my district watching and telling a story? Because that's what's going on here. Um, you know, we we get sick for some reason or our kids are sick. We need to stay home or isolate due to the, the pandemic, um, due to COVID protocols and things like that. And you know what? We have nobody to cover our classes. We are covering for each other. We are doing more than we need to do or should be doing because there is not the teachers to uh, fulfill those needs. Um, I'm a big believer in teacher education programs. I came through that myself later in life, so I don't know if that turns my crank and makes me think about the importance of how we recruit and how we retain and how we grow people in their uh, this profession, this career of being an educator, that it's more than just that one moment of, wow, we got a really whole lot going on here. Tim Stevenson and I, Astro Stevenson, have been talking about uh, these th kinds of things and about, you know, growing teachers so that they have a fulfilling life. The pandemic is throwing a wrench in a whole lot of things and that wrench changes sizes and shapes from moment to moment and restrictions and challenges. And I am just praying that we work hard and work together and we do what we have been trained to do. We are teacher warriors, just like the EdTech Army. So thanks, guys. Appreciate your comments. And those are my comments and thoughts. Have a great day. Peace out. Bye. The last thing for January 10, 2022. Okay, so I'm going to give you a weather update because we've been experiencing some crazy weather here where I live. And I live in Abbotsford outside of Vancouver, as you probably know. Um, and... We are the mild part of British Columbia. Like in the winter, we don't get down to, you know, below zero very much. We don't get very much snow, just a few days of snow. And uh, that can cause snow days. My niece and nephew in Alberta are like, a snow what? You guys get snow days? It's pretty funny. So, um, but just around this past week, we had some district di uh, crazy weather that we had, you know, weather system blowing in off the ocean. We had, you know, weather coming in from the north. And so we had snow and we had ice rain and we had thawing. And yesterday was plus seven and it was all running. And then it froze overnight. And I'm out here wearing my white micro spikes now. 
so I can get around during my walk, um, which makes it a little bit more difficult. But you know, it's, uh, I'm glad it's peaceful and calm today. My son was able to drive himself to work last day. He, week he had two snow days because he couldn't drive his vehicle because he wasn't equipped with snow tires. Because you know, how often do you need snow tires? Only a few days a year here. And uh, so he didn't have those. All right, so that's just my thoughts. Just wanna share what's going on with the weather. And uh, you know, also with uh, the pandemic here, we had uh, no students in our buildings in uh, British Columbia last week so that teachers could figure out how to go remote and figure out how to do uh, what we need to do possibly with the big possibly that was the big you know continuity of learning plans um, how are you going to continue learning if we have full closures but uh, well, that's not the plan today the plan is to be at school and to be engaged with our students all right have a great day talk to you soon okay bye Hey, PLN, January 11, 2022. Went out for fresh air at 5 this morning, and this morning I struggled to get up and get out the door. You know, um, it, sometimes it happens, and uh, I'm glad I did. I'm glad I got out the door because I'm feeling better already, uh, getting some fresh air in the lungs, and uh, thinking about the day. Today is the first day that I'm going to see students uh, in my teaching space, uh, that I will see my classes at school. And uh, so the big question is, is everybody going to be there? Who's not going to be there? And how much work does have to go on to provide the content to those that are not there due to COVID and other things? So that's what's going on in my mind. So it's kind of a heavy, you know, I was dreaming about that. As you're coming into these situations, you think about this and you're uh, preparing. So that's what's going on. Uh, what better way to deal with that than to uh, run into George Koros in Mindset Monday on the Innovators Mindset Podcast, Season 2, Episode 2. And thanks, George, for your message that you dropped yesterday uh, about uh, starting slow and starting uh, pacing yourself. That pacing yourself is so important. We don't like to pace ourselves when we get excited about things, but we need to do that in our personal lives as well as, you know, our professional lives as we're teachers working with our students in our classroom space we need to spend time building relationships so that we can leverage those for learning in the future and relevancy and without that relevancy it's hard to insert learning for students sometimes you know why do they care about these things that you care about um, unless they know something about you and that is more than just the curriculum okay so that's it for this morning um for listening right now and uh we're supposed to be getting another weather event coming our way with high rainfall so lots more rain on its way that'll melt all the snow away but it's going to cause flooding pressure on the valley all right take care bye one more thing for january 11 2022 I uh, just listened to a fantastic episode of the Easy Ed Tech podcast with Dr. Monica Burns. And uh, Monica, thank you so much for the work that you do uh, with your podcast. And uh, that is one way that I've connected with you. Another way was through your uh, work with Adobe Spark about five years ago with Ben Forda and the book that you wrote about injecting creativity in the classroom. And just your presence on social media to 
elevate and bring to the forward the utility of ed tech in many of these things that we do in the disciplines that we practice and how can we use ed tech to do so today's conversation that you had uh, that i listened to was with with uh dr jennifer williams on episode 145 of your podcast and you were discussing the role of ed tech in climate change education and so it was very i like hearing it because you know we we have ed tech around us and we have our world around us and uh, we have climate around us and uh, regardless of what you want to do with it things are going on uh, to you and around you with climate and climate change and how you know it affects us and how can we be creative in sharing what we've learned how can we have media literacy to figure out what's true or not uh, in the media that we're looking at on the internet and things like that so so fantastic we are experiencing climate change events in our neighborhood and uh, you know looking back over the past 20 years that I've lived where I've lived I have seen the increase in the amount of extreme kind of winds and and uh you know flooding we had this past year and the heat dome and other things that you know you'd go that's kind of weird and one off but when you look at it all together i think climate change is happening and we're kind of watching it happen so how do we report it how do we engage our students with it take a listen to this episode lots of great resources available and dr jennifer williams is heading up a project that you should go take a listen to talk to you soon okay bye one last thing for January 11, 2022. Just listen to episode number 200. Oh my goodness, Tim, 209? I don't even know. Episode 213. You brought to us an episode about uh, the most important skill that we can teach our students before they leave uh, our spaces and our classrooms uh, today in this modern age. And uh, it's keyboarding. And you talked about the importance of keyboarding and how keyboarding can make such a big difference in our ability and um, fluency with the keyboard and for writing and for typing and getting information out. You know, I agree with you that there is a place for voice typing and hands-free AI-assisted, uh, you know, communication and getting the information out that way. But at the bottom line, the one skill I learned in high school back before I graduated in 1988 was keyboarding and we didn't have computers I mean we did for the computer classes but we didn't have computers for the regular students uh, that we could use we had typewriters we had Canon typewriters my goodness these were fancy typewriters at the time they had an LED screen that we could see oh I don't know eight characters in front of us that would get printed onto the paper as we typed along. Mr. Godlevsky, bless his heart, was a taskmaster with the stick on the board and tapping the board and the whole room in unison typing. And that one skill, actually, if I look back at my high school, that's the one thing that has impacted my life to this day. And Tim, you bring it so forward in your blog post about the most important skill that we can teach our students. All right, people, go take a listen to Tim's uh, blog, uh, this Spark episode, and uh, 
you know, get going on typing somehow in your classroom space and talk about it. So, you know, Tim, this might show up in front of my middle schoolers today so I can talk about typing speed and keyboarding as a did you know topic in my classroom. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a fabulous day. Happy Tuesday to you. Bye. APLN January 13th, 2022. I got it right today. I got 2022 in there. You know, for a week and a half, I've been saying 2021. And uh, yeah, it's finally coming around for me to be saying that. And it's January 13th. So um, at, the op- at the top, I wanted to say I listened to episode 70 of the Educational Duct Tape podcast with Jake Miller. And Jake had on guest Stephanie Howell. And Stephanie, it was so great to hear a little bit more about your backstory and where you've come from. And our paths have crossed on Twitter uh, through connections with Eric Kurtz and uh, Google uh, or and EdTech team and other places like that and uh, I am thankful that uh, you know I am connected to the work that you're doing it was about a couple weeks ago that you had GEG global um, all, you know and with that you had the virtual paint night with Emma Cottier out of Victoria and uh, she's a fellow Canadian Emma is and uh, lives across the Georgia Strait from where I am and uh, but it was great to have you host the virtual paint night with Emma and talk about learning and just being vulnerable out there doing on the spot uh, design that you did and it was so awesome and you know I I, I paid attention to that and I saw that so um, yeah Stephanie great to uh, be connected with you here as I'm listening a little bit more about your story and uh, where you've come from and you are an innovator out of Sydney 19 that's pretty cool I would like to do that one day but I don't know if I got the time to, to do that. I don't even have my Google level two yet, but I am a Google guy. I could probably get my level two pretty quick. Okay, I'm ranting. But anyhow, on Educational Duct Tape episode 30, Jake and Stephanie talk about student choice boards and how to take those from being so cumbersome to being a lot simpler and giving students some choice. I am not very good at that because I like them to do what I want them to do instead of one of two things that I want them to do because I want them to do both of them, but that's just me. So working on that, growing, and working on my ability to meet students' needs. All right, thanks, Jake and Stephanie. We'll talk to you guys soon. Okay, bye. One more thing for January 13th, 2022. You know, yesterday is a special day in January for me because it is the anniversary of the very first day of full-time work that I have um, had in my uh, career in teaching here in the Abbotsford School District. It was on January 12th of 2009 that I began teaching and I started working as a teacher in a high school teaching science nine. Uh, you know, since then, uh, things have changed a whole lot. I'm no longer in a regular traditional bricks and mortar school. I have did that for a year and a half and then I moved to the Abbotsford Virtual School and I am a teacher that teaches online and also in a blended learning classroom and we have our blended learning students come into the building two days a week and I work also with our one day a week students in the building and our youngers and have been a K-12 teacher all in, in you know worked with all the different levels um, at one year that was last year that I did that or two years ago and you know just lots of various experiences that I've had over the past 
13 years. You know, 13, today's January 13th. That number 13, 13 is the date of my birthday in October. Um, just so put that on your calendar if you need to know that. Um, but uh, just the thir- number 13 for me is a significant day because it has something to do with my identity. And uh, this is the end of my 13th year of teaching as of yesterday. And I'm in my 14th year. I'm in my mid-years as a teacher. And, uh, uh, you know, you pause to reflect a little bit. And this year, I haven't done a very good job of reflecting. I am doing it right now, uh, talking to you. And I'm going to put this on my on my uh, uh, website so that I've got some bit of reflection there. But teaching has been a fantastic experience for me. I am so thankful for this career that I have. And uh, I was reminded yesterday on Facebook, a memory came up that said, hey, I've been teaching for three years now and I'm starting my fourth year. And now I can't believe it was 10 years ago that I wrote that. Life has changed a whole lot. Kids have grown older. Still loving what I do. All right. Thanks. Talk to you. Bye. One more thing for January 13th, 2022. All right. So I'm just going to talk about how I'm feeling right now. And uh, I am feeling kind of blah right now. You know, we are the second week of January. Students have been back in school uh, for this past week. And I had class on Tuesday. And uh, that was good to have class on Tuesday. Did shape grams with my middle school students and uh, had them do some creations in there. Build a house. And I said, build the house perfectly. And so they've got the skills and, and I'm teaching them the skills to pay attention to fine details. So that was good. But okay, so this morning I'm feeling blah. I'm feeling B-L-A-H and kind of flat and not enthusiastic about teaching today. Honestly, okay, Carpenter is not enthusiastic about teaching today. Here's what's getting to me. Okay, and I don't know if it's a bit of, I don't know, low-level anxiety. I don't usually suffer from that or just the the uh, uncertainty in our time with the Omicron variant and the effect that it's having on our community um, is that, you know, we didn't go back on the January 4th with our students. We had a week to phase in. Okay, so that gave us another week of students being not in the building and figuring out our protocols for safety and uh, cleanliness and hygiene and things like that so that we could make sure that we are being as vigilant as possible so when the students did come back that that would be good but at my school on Tuesday we had a number of students away and today you know I've got probably a number of students that won't be away will will be away and uh, that takes some wind out of your sails because you don't know who's going to be there you don't know how many you're actually planning for I'm planning for all of them but going to be able to deliver to most of them face to face and just not having that certainty that uh, the students are going to be there. So I think that's the part that's been getting to me this week. I'm actually right now more excited about my online students and working with them. Um, Even though I don't see them regularly, I work with them through our uh, Moodle system, but uh, I think I'm more excited about the online right now than the face to face. Okay. I set it out there. Thanks for listening. Okay. Bye. One more thing later on January 13th, 2022, out for my afternoon paper walk as I delivered papers, listened to podcasts, and I listened to the Edge of Magic podcast with Dr. Sam, and I wanted to say, Dr. Sam, that was awesome. Episode 162, what to put in your student teacher bag. And you're working with pre-service teachers and talking to pre-service teachers, and that is so awesome to hear those things because, you know, 
it's the little things that can make or break your day and how you arrive and you're just kind of thrown off because you're not prepared and your list provides a lot of things that are kind of you know, necessary, they are necessary to, to have, um, but without them, it can cause your day to be kind of eh, and just uh, cut, put a put a kink in the plans uh, for things. So excellent to hear. I'm going to pass this along to a friend of mine who is uh, t- trained student teachers, and uh, her name will be in the tweet that I add to this, Vandy Britton over at uh, the University of the Fraser Valley. So shout out to Vandy Britton, and uh, she was my spot, my school asso- faculty associate during my PDP when I was becoming a teacher back in 2008. So there you go. All right, so thanks so much, Dr. Sam. Talk to you soon. Have a great day. Hey, people, pass this along to your student teachers. Have them listen to this episode because it might help them out. You could, uh, you know, listen yourself and pass the ideas on that, you know, this is my ideas. But, uh, you know, tell them about Edumagic because Edumagic, I'm hearing and seeing, is making, can make a difference for student teachers. Wish I had something like this when I was a student teacher. But uh, here we are today. Okay, thanks. Bye. And the last thing for January 13th, 2022, I just uh, finished up my paper route work that I do with my daughter and uh, spend time with her out getting some fresh air. And uh, I wanted to say that off the top, I'm feeling less blah than I was earlier today. So Jake Miller, thanks for reaching out. And uh, my students did bring me up and uh, we got some work done. It was fantastic. Ended up doing the creative Creativity Identity Challenge Uh, that was on Twitter recently and I had them work through using Adobe Creative Cloud Express, formerly Adobe Spark, uh, in my class. So that was fantastic and super fun. And then this afternoon I worked with my uh, senior students and we discussed the uh, constraints and need for um, understanding what a book publisher needs as we are going to be producing a uh, yearbook coming up soon and we're going to be using Google Slides to do so to do our desktop publishing for that so we can all collaborate at the same time. So that's super great. Yeah, I'm doing much better than I was and uh, I don't know, just got the midweek blues. That's what happened, I guess. Um, Okay, so later today I am sitting here and... um, listening to uh, episode, I think, nine of season two of Shooks and Gif, not season two, season five of Shooks and Gif, and Jen has on super special guest, young William Giffen, and William, I was on this podcast just before the podcast started, and you never heard that because I'm on the bumper of the podcast, so Jen, thanks for having me on the bumper of your podcast today, and it was fantastic to hear Jen talk about animations and the sketch super meta dot something 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 app that I have to go and check out I didn't write it down because I'm out walking and I don't have a piece of paper I mean I guess I could write it in the snow right there but um, that wasn't an option where I was at the time Um, and so I should check that out and I really dig the uh, joke at the beginning of the episode that was super fun because I love fish and uh, they uh, that's a great joke so you have to go back and listen to the episode to hear the fish joke that uh, Jen told with William so good all right that's all I gotta go Talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye bye. Hey, PLN, January 14, 2022. Hey, PLN, January 14, 2022. 
and out for Fresh Air 5 here on the Friday morning of the first week we've had students back in our building because we had a slow phase in and you know I'm hearing in other places that you know they're in virtual still for their second week of school and uh, you know what it's been a challenging time uh, with uh, Omicron in our face and uh, how that affects people's, um, you know, ability to be healthy and feel the sniffles. And, you know, I have a slight, I have a slight sniffle. And is it allergy? Is it a cold? Is it Omicron? You don't know. And because of that, that's affecting our way of business and doing things. And yes, I'm hearing that Chan Pav are uh, virtual out in Ontario. And Chan Pav, I just listened to the Chan Pav show episode 103 as they reflect on their one word for 2022 which is there's a lot of cars right now i'm so sorry it's noisy it's really noisy um their one word for 2022 is uh going to be responsive they've chosen that word responsive and i was curious to hear your rationale and your reason for that word you know when i first heard that word what came to my mind was reactive and how reactive is like a very quick um, you know action that happens after something prompts an action whereas responsive there's a lot more thought i believe that goes into responsive than for reactive so yes take a listen to this episode they have a great conversation about five areas of responsiveness that they're attending to and uh, that's fantastic to hear you guys dig deep and find that this one word process is good for me my one word for this year is presence and uh, it's about being present where i am and with whom i'm there with and pushing away distractions so that i can focus on what's going on right here and right now. Um, that doesn't mean that I'm not a planner. I am a planner and that's part of the reason why I picked the word presence, so I can be right here, right now. Um, you know, I have changed the way I do one word. I haven't written that 500 word blog post. Things have happened and it's not gonna happen the same way. Hang on. One more thing for January 14, 2022. We're still reflecting on my uh, thoughts as I listen to episode 103 of the Chan Pav show and they have their one word responsive my one word is presence and yes it's about me being here being right now and being the planner that I am I like to plan and you know part of the planning process during 2020 2021 and 2022 is you don't know what's going to happen it's important to make plans but you need to have those plans be flexible and not to get just you know really depressed and bummed out when the plans can't work out you know planning is important for the cognitive process i believe it's good for our brains is it a waste of time no because if you're planning well you can possibly use those things that you're planning and those activities and resources for later so that's so very good or you could be responsive and see how can i use my plans and change the way i approach something for right now for presence and being present where we are so my one word is presence and i am here about being in the now and being with whom i'm there with and you know pushing away distractions that means you know like when i'm sitting at the dinner table my phone's not beside me that hasn't been a huge problem but actually being cognizant of that that makes sure that i am in conversation with those i'm around all right hey you know what i gotta think one more podcast to listen to gotta go Talk to you soon. Happy Friday, Champav, and you all.
one last thing for January 14, 2022. As I'm wrapping up my walk this morning, I listened to a provocative uh, episode of the Lasting Learning Podcast with Dave Schmidt, episode 102, I think. Nope, 201. It got the numbers backwards. 201. And Dave brings us his uh, thoughts on five topics very, very briefly to get them out. So he says them. And uh, that getting them out is important for you know us to hear and to think about and be challenged by. So, um, good morning. Uh, it's for us to uh, think about. And uh, Dave, I appreciate your Educational Minefield uh, podcast series as you have been provocative and thought. Uh, you're putting your thoughts out there for us to think about and to be challenged by. And I agree and disagree in points with you on some of these things. You can go back and listen to some of my other episodes where I have Dave Schmidt's my reflections on his podcast. Uh, so go check out my show notes for Fresh Art 5 and you can see when I listen to uh, his podcast and go into those episodes and find that content. All right, today Dave talked about five things. He talked about educational development plans for 12-year-olds and how that's a bad idea, partly because they're so young and they need to be kids while they're in middle school. And don't start career cruising and planning until at least high school. That's my thought. I agree with you. The next one was that magnet schools are our next level of segregation. And that's like looking at the academies and the things that draw students from other schools to your school, IB programs. You know, we want to have the best students in our school. And I think we need to work with our students that we have to make them the best students in our schools instead of pushing them out and having others come to our schools. Okay, so that's a great thought. I agree in part with that. Um, the third thing you talked about was that valedictorians uh, and honor roll are not good for kids because some get left out of that process. Uh, there's also PBIS in the moment and getting it done right now. And one more thing that I can't get to. So thanks, Dave. We'll talk to you later. Take a listen to this episode. Lots of learning. Bye. My one word for 2021 is appreciate. I appreciate you giving me a listen as I've created this podcast experience for you. It's a unique Blinkist or Cold Notes version of the content I take in, like a highlight reel so that you can hopefully find other interesting podcasts you may not have considered before. I've recorded the specific podcast episodes in the show notes for your learning convenience. Please subscribe so you don't miss any of my upcoming episodes. And if you enjoy this podcast and its format, share it with someone else. Tweet about your experience or give it a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Fresh Air at 5 can also be found on Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here and on the Education Podcast Network. Podcast for educators, podcast by educators. I hope you have a fantastic day and get some fresh air before the day is out and take care of yourself because you're worth it.